Hi, in our podcast, the Media Telcom country teams carry on deliberating upon the observations emerging in their draft country case studies. In this episode, we present the case of Hungary, which is a divergent case in the context of the European Union. We have Petra Shavoy, Gabor Boyak, and Agnes Urban from the Mertek Media Monitor, that is a watchdog organization and the think tank to share the findings in Teralia about the legal domain and that of journalism. Hungary. The situation of the Hungarian media is in the international spotlight since 2011, when the Orban government, with its constitutional majority, significantly reshaped the previous media laws. It was a critical juncture that determines the results of both of our case study for the Media Dacom project. Since then, we know that this was only the first step in the process of dismantling democratic institutions, including the complete transformation of the media system. The Media Dacom project explores the risks and opportunities for deliberative communication, and we can say that in Hungary there are major risks in all the domains. The situation is so complex that in this short reflection, we would like to focus only on the most important structural problems affecting the detailed variables on the domains covered by the project. First, I would like to speak about our first case study of the monitoring potentials for media. Then Gabor and Agnes will report on the structural concerns of the regulatory environment and the market conditions. Departments of Communication and Media Studies were launched in Hungary in the 1990s, the first one at the University of Pécs in 1991. A few years later, the Higher Education Act also created the institutional framework, so the larger universities could also establish their departments. But there are only a few departments offering courses in all the three levels of the Bologna system. A critical juncture in the history of media studies came in the middle of the last decade. In 2013, advanced level exams were made as a condition for students' enrollment for the programs, and also the number of state-funded places was strongly reduced. In 2015, it was also considered that among other several bachelor degrees, the BA in Communication and Media Studies would also be discontinued. This caused a huge reaction from both the professional and the research teaching communities. A debate has also been launched on the prestige of communication and media studies and the value of this knowledge for today's society. Thanks to the strong resistance, the programs were saved from being closed down. Communication and media studies programs in Hungary do not distinguish between disciplines within the media industry. They offer a mix of knowledge in business communication, journalism, media management, advertising and applied communication. So there is no specific journalism education apart from some special courses in the general communication programs. And uh, it is also almost impossible to study journalism at the MA level today. And one of the most common critics of the degree is that it is too theoretical and does not give the opportunity to learn practical skills. 
professional organizations and market players organize uh, journalism trainings, which provide a much more practical knowledge. But uh, one of the most fundamental problems of the journalism profession in Hungary is that you cannot get a degree in journalism in the higher education. The funding of media research in the academic sphere is also problematic. And for the time being, we can only subjectively report that the available domestic resources are very scarce. Almost the only possibility for funding large basic research projects is through the National Research Development and Innovation Office, which uh, since 2015 has also been managing uh, the National Scientific Research Funding Programs, which previously operated as an independent institution. The new law about this uh, centralized uh, distribution of funding has reduced the guarantees of institutional independence, which also increased the risk that uh, the institution which uh, manages both centralized national and EU funding money may not be independent in its funding decisions as well. The academic sector has operated relatively independently until 2021, when uh, most universities in the country were taken over by foundations, which are run by boards of trustees made up of government delegates. Public assets worth 1,000 billions of Hungarian forints were extracted. These so-called public interest foundations can only be created and abolished by a two-thirds majority in the parliament, according to a new amendment of the constitution. Now it is feared that the days of academic independence and freedom of ideas are numbered in Hungary. We are speaking about the media law in Hungary. The 2010 media laws were the factors that drew attention to the state of the media freedom situation in Hungary. I would say they were the casus belli, not only in case of uh, the media freedom at European level, but also generally in case of the rule of law issues in Hungary. These were the first important uh, evidence is that uh, something is uh, going into wrong direction regarding democracy and rule of law in Hungary. A step back, when we arrived uh, in 2010, it was after the deadline of the implementation of the audiovisual media services directive. So it was absolutely clear that our first media law from 1996 was not a modern one and it should be also not only modernized from the point of view of of the market situation, but also from the point of view of the European law. So European media law should be implemented to the Hungarian law. It was clear that we needed a new media law, but what we got was not that we really required. After 2010, these media laws were amended several times, and in the meantime, a long list of other laws were also adopted by government and the parliament. Yeah, some sentences about the media law itself. We are speaking about two media laws, one about the regulation of the media content and the other about the regulation of the institutions, organizations of the media council and the public media. The media law itself has contributed to the erosion of uh, media freedom, mainly through the creation of the Media Council 
and the new public service media organizations. The members of the Media Council were elected firstly in 2010 and then in 2019, in both time uh, for nine years and in both time exclusively from the Fidesz candidates. So now we have a Media Council nominated candidates only from one party. There is no other social or political control over the media market and over the media content. The Media Council's bias is particularly evident in its uh, decisions on radio frequency tendering and market acquisitions. We, as an NGO, Mertek Media Monitor, analyzed from the first year all of the frequency tendering decisions and all of the market acquisitions decisions of the media market from the Media Council. And these decisions show absolutely clearly that in the cases when the interests of the Fidesz-affiliated uh, businessmen or, or the Fidesz itself are somehow dangered by the independent market players, then all of the decisions will be made in a case that will hinder the business steps of uh, these independent market players. An important feature of the Media Council's functioning is that it does not even initiate proceedings in politically sensitive cases, such as the legal assessment of public political advertising. This is a very huge problem, and uh, we will hear about it, I'm sure, from Agnes, that uh, the pro-government media outlets are mainly funded by public money, by uh, taxpayers' money, and uh, it means also that we, we are living in a continuous political campaign. And uh, even our Media Act says that uh, political campaigns cannot be carried out only during an election campaign. Our NGO tried in five or six cases to go to the Media Council and to prove campaigns of the government are uh, under the definition of the political campaign of the Media Act and uh, they should be not broadcasted in a period that is not an election campaign, but all complaints were refused by the Media Council. The public service media system is also designed by the media law to allow political influence without real legal and uh, social control. Monolithic organization where the biased political reporting is the daily routine and the level of the transparency is uh, low. It is a very highly centralized system where you cannot know how the editorial decisions are made and uh, the result of the functioning of this kind of public or better called state media is something that is serving one party and not the public. So it is not in line with the requirements of public media broadcasting in Europe. The media laws have also created a situation of uncertainty in the regulation of media content with unclear prohibitions and obligations and the possibility of severe sanctions. The same is true of uh, legal solutions outside media laws, which show that the law is only a tool in the hand of the politics to achieve political goals in our time. We have seen this in the titling of the abuse of images and sound recordings in the criminalization of scaremongering under COVID pandemic, and most notably in the restrictions on freedom of information. In 2021, part of the government's homophobic campaign, it was uh, also included in the media law that uh, depictions of homosexuality on television are harmful 
to the children and uh, only legal after 10 p.m. So this is the legal framework where we should live and uh, that is not suitable for providing real media freedom. I continue with the market problems. The specialty of the Hungarian media market is market distortion. And there are several aspects of this market distortion. The first issue is that there is very strong, especially high ownership concentration in the media. It means that uh, pro-government investors, pro-government businessmen bought up uh, several media companies in the last decade. And uh, at the same time, several foreign investors, professional investors, left the Hungarian market. German companies, but also the Finnish Sanoma and also some other companies. These professional investors left uh, the Hungarian market and uh, pro-government businessmen, so-called oligarchs, bought these companies. Practically, it means that there is an extremely high concentration in Hungary and uh, unfortunately the main owners are so-called political investors. The most interesting case uh, was uh, the creation of the so-called Central European Press and Media Foundation. It is called uh, in Hungarian Kashma. This term is already well known all over Europe because it is a very special creation. Then Hungarian media owners, these political investors, offered uh, their companies to this uh, foundation in 2018, and they offered their companies without any compensation. So I can say they donated their companies to this foundation. It is approved that they were not real professional investors or financial investors because real investors do not donate their companies. So they were political investors and it was a political step to unify the pro-government media empire into a foundation. The other part of the story is not purely the ownership concentration, but the financing of this pro-government media. These media outlets are financed by uh, state advertising. Practically, it is an unlawful state aid in the European Union, but it seems to be commercial revenue because it is an advertising revenue, but uh, practically it is coming from the state. The specialty of the Hungarian media market is that uh, the state is far biggest advertiser here. It says a lot about uh, the level of uh, market distortion in Hungary. It is also very important that social media platforms are already heavily used uh, by the political actors of course, especially by the government and uh, by the ruling party. 
They also created uh, special organizations uh, to run political campaigns. So the social media became uh, also very uh, politicized and it also added to the market distortion of the Hungarian public. We can say that uh, the very efficient Hungarian propaganda is uh, not created uh, by administrative rules, just like in Russia, but the Hungarian case is uh, absolutely interesting because this propaganda is not created by censorship, but by market-like tools like ownership uh, concentration, state advertising funding, and very powerful presence in the social media. I think it is a very worrying model and it is definitely a risk for the whole European community because uh, this model is very efficient and this model can be toxic in the long run. So it is absolutely important to find the tools against this market-like propaganda tools. Hungary. Here we are now. I was Urmas Lloyd, the Media Telecom Communication Officer. We still have country cases to go, so please stay tuned. Thank you.